You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 282 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hello, hello. It's been a while since I have done a solo episode. Um, It's been fun having guests and um, I will be having more guests to come. Um, But today it's a solo episode. And, you know, with me doing coaching, especially helping moms um, that want to lose weight, I thought this would be a great episode. Um, If you guys have not taken advantage of the free 30 minute coaching session, make sure to do that. Um, If you guys are trying to figure out you know, where you want to go with your weight loss journey, or if you're in maintenance and you're kind of like, I'm kind of scared that I want to gain the weight back, or maybe you've gained a little bit back and you're just like, I don't know what to do. Um, I don't want to make this my whole life. I don't want to spend so much energy um, thinking about this all the time. Um, how I teach uh, weight loss and how I coach on it is how I lost over 50 pounds in 2019. And really, I ate what I wanted and I still lost weight. And that is the amazing part of my coaching process. And a lot of it has to do with our thoughts and why we're thinking certain things, why we want certain things. Also, weight is a symptom of something else that's not going the way that you want in your life. And we kind of break that down. But if you're trying to figure out, do you want to sign up for a free 30-minute session? This is what I need to say to you. If you feel stuck or if you're just like wondering, okay, is this really possible that I can eat what I want and lose weight? This is a great opportunity to pick my brain and to just talk to me and share your story, your journey, and we can just brainstorm. Um, I would love to meet you guys. One of the reasons I do the free 30-minute coaching session is to help all of you guys beyond the podcast. I realize not everyone can sign up for private coaching. So this is my gift to you guys my listeners, because without you guys, I wouldn't really have a podcast. I mean, no one would be listening. So I just wanted to remind you guys, just go to mominspiredshow.com. You can click the coaching tab and then just find a time and day that works for you. If you cannot find a time or day that works for you guys, just email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. Say, hey, I can't work this time or day around my schedule and I will figure something out. I really do want to help you guys. And I would also just really love to meet you and see who's listening to the show. Um, So today we are going to be talking about things that can really mess us up. And we don't think that they are messing us up in regards to our weight loss journey or maintaining our weight. And you might be thinking, okay, what does that mean? So um, I'm going to talk about a couple things and um, they seem like little sneaky things um, that you're like, how could this really impact my weight? And it really can. And the first thing that I want to talk about, this is one thing that I've learned and I've realized over time that people, um, a lot of people talk about it, but it's called BLTs and it's not the BLTs sandwich, which I love a BLT, um, but it's bites, licks, and taste. You guys, this can really throw you off because it all adds up. Now, you guys might be thinking, but wait, do you do macros? Do you count calories and all that? I don't. Now, there isn't, I, I don't want to say that I never do because there have been times in my life that I do. Sometimes when I'm trying to hone in on what's going on, or maybe I hit a plateau and I just kind of want to see, like, oh, am I eating that much protein, especially as I start training more? Am I eating a lot of fat and I don't realize it? Sometimes I use it to kind of be an eye opener, but overall, you're not going to see me just counting macros for the rest of my life. Okay. That's just, that's just not my jam. And that's not how I coach, but 
I don't want you guys to think that I would never use that as a tool. So I'm just letting you know that. Um, so let's talk about bites, licks, and tastes and where they can sneak up on you. Okay. So think about this. Like there's these things during the day that you know you like to grab and you're kind of probably thinking about it right now, right? Like what are those things? And if you have small kids, it's probably their food. Okay. It's their chicken nuggets. It's their little tater tots. It's their Cheez-Its. It's their goldfish, whatever it is. You're like, I'll just nibble this. Okay. All these things add up. Um, for me, I love Chex Mix and I love raw almonds, especially together. And you, it's those things where you're like, oh, it's just a little bit that you're like, it won't add up, but it will. And so think about this. Is it pretzels for you guys? Is it nuts? Is it chips? Okay. For those of you that like to track and like you, you do macro tracking, think about this. Like you're, you have the chip bag or the pretzel bag and you're going to go weigh it and you're eating out of the bag before you even weigh it. Cause you're like, mm, those don't really count. I don't have to track those. Right. Okay. You know who I'm talking to. Um, and then like think about dinner, cooking dinner, raise your hand. Can't see you though. If you snack while making dinner, you're kind of like eating as you're making dinner and you're like, oh, this doesn't count. So for those of you that are like, okay, Amber, you don't, you say that you don't um, track macros and you're not counting calories, but what I do and what I did to lose the weight is I would come up with a rough plan of what I thought I was going to eat that day. Now, when there was days that I'm like, I don't know what I'm eating. I didn't freak out. Okay. I didn't go, oh my gosh. And this is where I talk about B minus work. And what I mean by that, for all of you that are perfectionists, when you don't know what you're going to eat, you can kind of just put, I want to eat a protein, fat, and carb, and that will kind of cover it. Because here's the thing. The way that I coach people is, are you eating when you're hungry? Are you stopping when you're satisfied? Other than that, you can eat what you want to eat. If you guys listen to the podcast I did with Jermaine Foley, if not, you can go back and listen to that. I cannot remember what episode number that is. Um, I will put that in the show notes. She talks about money. She's a coach that coaches people on money and I coach people on weight loss. And she talks about not just like depriving yourself that you can't ever buy anything that you want because you're trying to save money. For me, it's I'm not telling anybody to deprive themselves of eating stuff that they really want because they need to lose weight or they want to lose weight. No, it's how do you figure this out? So for me, I come up with a rough plan. And as time goes, you figure out what you're going to eat. So maybe I write that rough plan out. So that's my plan. So if someone who likes to track macros, they have an idea. They're they're going off their calories. They're going off of their macros. So either way, you kind of have a plan. And then that way, when at the end of the day, if you're tracking your macros or your calories, you're going into MyFitnessPal, you're looking at your day. For me, I'm evaluating what I actually did eat. So if I don't have checks mixed down or whatever, I need to remember like, hey, you ate that and you ate off plan. And it's not a bad thing. But here's the thing. If I'm not losing weight, if I'm trying to lose weight, or if I'm coming out of maintenance, because every day I'm eating that, that is going to make a big impact. So I want you guys to just sit and think about this for a second. Are you doing something on a normal basis that's becoming a habit with like grazing, snacking, eating um, here or there? Maybe you're bored. Maybe you're eating your kids' meals. Uh, Maybe you're eating while you're cooking dinner. I just want you to think about that right now and just think about that, okay? Because here's the deal. When you think about adding all of that up, it could be an extra 100, 200 calories a day. And then you multiply that by seven, you're looking at 700 to 1400 extra calories a week. 
and you're mindlessly eating them. And that is enough that it can take you out of a deficit or it can push you out of maintenance. And you may be thinking, oh, I wouldn't even chose that. If I, if someone gave me an option, like if they said, hey, we're going to give you 700 to 1200 calories. If you were paying attention to calories, would you pick what you ate? You may be like, I don't even remember eating my kids nuggets and their goldfish. Um, no, I would have picked um, I don't know, an iced mocha. I mean, that would be my choice, you know, or whatever, a cupcake. I, I don't know, whatever you would want to pick. And this is where you have to be very intentional about it because all these things add up and they're sneaky. So I just want you to kind of think about this, right? Like if you're stalling and you're just like, I don't know why I'm stalling. I want you to really think about, are you snacking? Are you just mindlessly eating? And, you know, just remind yourself, if you aren't snacking, do you think you would be getting to your weight loss goals? One thing about snacking, and I love snacking, you guys, but, um, you know, as Americans, we like snacking. And I feel like, um, you know, the snacking industry is huge and uh, Americans are all about it. And, and um, especially when we have kids and kids want to snack and, you know, people didn't used to snack. Like this might be like 50 years um, of sn- uh, of snacking, right? Like 50 years plus they weren't really snacking. Um, I don't think my parents' generation and my grandparents' generations, I don't think they were sitting around eating snacks. And so they ate meals and that's probably about it. And and now we eat snacks all the time. And this does add up for your for your calories or for just, you know, your weight loss goals. So what if you just kind of thought about, all right, what if I didn't snack? or you only picked one snack for the day and that was it. And you stayed on top of mindlessly eating, like reminding yourself, don't eat those things. Don't eat those extra things because this could throw you off your weight loss plan. Um, And so I just want to remind you guys that these kind of things, even if you aren't tracking calories and you're not tracking macros, still makes a big difference. And so when I say to you, you can eat whatever you want, You can eat whatever you want, but you need to work that into your day. You need to eat that when you're hungry. Many times when we find that we're eating that, we're not hungry. Now, when we're hungry for dinner and we're snacking, that could be different because you're like, well, I'm starving. So work that into your plan. Like, okay, then I'm going to eat something that I'm going to intentionally plan. I'm going to eat this amount and that will help me so that I just don't overeat at dinner. But make that an intentional plan. Don't just like mindlessly do it. So then that way you can track back and use that data and go, okay, so I did have the 10 almonds. I did have a cup of grapes. I did have a handful of carrots or whatever you want to have. Be intentional with it. So if you know that's a struggle for you every time, then just work it into your plan. But know that's going to come from your dinner so you won't be as hungry eating your dinner. So here's the kicker. This is what people do. They want to eat that little snack and then they want to eat the same amount of dinner. The thing is, is like you don't need all of that dinner now because you just had that food. So if you really want to have the amount that you were hoping to eat for dinner, then you want to skip the snack. Now, you guys, you can do anything you want. I'm only talking about if you're struggling to lose your weight or if you're coming out of maintenance, these are the things that could kind of sneak up on you and and pop you out of your um, your goals. So it's just something to think about. And again, when you get to maintenance, if you don't have this like nailed down, it would be very easy to kind of find yourself gaining. And you do have a little more wiggle room with maintenance. Like you can kind of play with it. But again, like I mentioned, if you're eating an extra 100 calories, 200 a day, and you're looking at 700 
1400 calories that, that could really throw you off, you know? And so, um, just something to think about. The other thing that can really throw your weight loss, um, journey off is sleep. If you know me, you know that I am like all about the sleep. Uh, people underestimate how sleep impacts our hunger hormones and our metabolism rate and our decision to make food decisions. I mean, for real. Like, I think people think I'm crazy when I say this, but this is how I ended up gaining weight is when I actually didn't gain a lot of weight when I was pregnant with both of my girls. It was really after having them. And then I was also nursing and then, and then trying to keep my milk supply up. And then I was exhausted. And then I was making, you know, food decisions based off of being tired. And so if you know, if you notice this, you have a night or two that you are off on your sleep and you are reaching for the sugar or you're reaching for the carbs because you're exhausted. And so for those of you that have infants, I mean, you were just in a different phase. I'm not saying that you can just go and get eight hours solid of sleep, but if you can kind of work in some sleep here and there, that will help you. So what I what I noticed is when after having kids, I'm like, I would gain weight because I was just so tired. And so I want to say that to you guys that people underestimate this so much that they think that this doesn't impact them, but it really does. It, it, it changes the way that you eat and it, and it makes you just not make the best decisions. And, you know, if you've heard me talk about, I don't know how much I've talked about this on the show. I don't really drink alcohol. It makes me tired and it messes up my sleep. So for me, it goes back to the sleep again. So here I'm going to drink alcohol, right? So here's extra calories. It's going to mess up my sleep and then possibly jack up my next day. So to me, it's not worth it. Now, not everybody has that issue, but I do want you to think about that. If you've noticed that, pay attention to if you have alcohol, do you find that you don't sleep well that night? And then how are you eating the next day? Like just start paying attention um, and connecting those dots. Again, some people I don't think have issues with that. Some people are more sensitive. I do think I'm more sensitive and I am more sensitive to not getting enough sleep. And so I am very careful to set myself up because I know the more days I keep going that I don't have good sleep, the harder it's going to be to make those good decisions. And I'm going to just want to go for the caffeine. I want to go for the sugar. I want to go for the carbs. And I can't be as intentional with what I'm eating when I'm exhausted. Um, so again, for those of you that have infants, toddlers, they're waking you up. I realize like you can't just be like, okay, peace out, everybody. Uh, mama's going to bed. Nobody wake me up. <laughs> so I'm just saying if where you can sleep, try to get that sleep. Like if you feel like you're struggling, you feel like, oh my gosh, I am that person who's like making all these decisions because I'm so tired and I don't know what to do. Try to take a nap. A lot of times we stay up and we eat in order to stay up. Again, if you if you have to stay up because the baby's up, that's another story. But if everybody's sleeping, you're like, oh no, but I want my alone time. I totally get that. I totally get the alone time, but you're in a season of life. This won't be forever you may want to consider, you know what, if you're staying up and you're exhausted and you're finding yourself heading towards the pantry, you may want to go, you know what, this is my body actually saying, I just need to go to sleep. I need to lay down. And it's trying to go to the pantry to give you the energy to stay up. But do you really need to stay up in that moment? You'll thank yourself later when you feel rested and you'll get true rest versus trying to get the energy from the carbs or the sugar. And then also, you know, sleep is cumulative. I remember my lactation consultant saying that to me when I had the babies, like, just know the sleep is cumulative. So 
if you can't sleep on that stretch, if you can sleep when they're napping at times, which I know is not easy, especially if you have more than one child, but if you can kind of get those, you know, extra sleeps in, they do add up. So just remember that um, because I think it's so easy for people to just push themselves and then they find their, themselves like drinking more coffee and trying to eat just to keep themselves up versus if they just let themselves lay down, even if it's just a half hour and you're just laying horizontal, closing your eyes and getting some rest. The last thing that I want to talk about is movement. Now, I'm not going to jump in and say, you guys need to do boot camp or Orange Theory or CrossFit and go crazy. That is not what I'm saying. Um, but the thing is, is we sit a lot, especially if you work and you're working at a desk and you're driving to work, you're like sitting in your car to then sit at a desk, then sit in the car to drive back home. And it is so easy right now, especially for those of us that are working from home to just keep sitting at a desk seven hours a day. But here's the good news. If you're working from home, get outside. Or if you have a treadmill, jump on the treadmill or walk around the house, do what you need to do to get those steps up. Now, I don't track my steps. Um, I'm not crazy about that. Like some people, again, it kind of goes along with my food tracking. Like I'm not like, oh, I got to hit it. Some people love it. Some people feel motivated by it. Do what feels best for you. If you didn't hear me uh, do a podcast on um, take advice and leave the rest, um, this is exactly what I'm saying. Like if you're kind of like, I don't agree with this, then then don't take it. Um, but for those of you that are like, yeah, I, I kind of need to know, you do need to move. And and if we're getting like under 5,000 steps a day, that's really not that much movement. And because we live such sanitary lives, like we're not farmers, we're not mining, we're not doing all of these things where you'd be walking and standing. It's like we're sitting. It's like we're sitting at a desk, then they go sit at the dining room table to then sit and watch Netflix to then lay down and go to bed. And so, or we're carpooling and driving like all the time. And we're just sitting, sitting, sitting. I want to encourage you to get up and try to get as many steps. So if you don't work out, I want you to really think about like, how can I get steps in? Like if you on the hour, if you can just jump up for a few minutes, walk around the house or go outside and just walk up and down your driveway or walk down the street just a little bit and come back and do that as many times as you can, that will make you feel so much better. It will also help you if you kind of are in a stall. Now I don't rely on working out to lose weight because really you can't um, work out a bad diet. Like you, you can't. So um, people sometimes get stuck on like, oh my gosh, well, if I work out, I can eat all this food. No, you can't. Like you really have to burn so much in order to eat like certain foods. And so the whole premise is this is to feel better, to feel healthy, to like improve your fitness goals. So I recommend this because it just will help you. It will help your mental state so that you don't want to choose the sugar and all that kind of stuff to give you the energy. And so if you're falling under 5,000 steps, or if you're like, I don't even have a tracker, so I have no idea. You know, if you're sitting a lot and you know, they say sitting is the new smoking. So obviously there's something to it that we shouldn't be sitting to the level that we are on a day-to-day basis. So jump up, move around, walk around, get a standing desk. These are just some things that can sneak up on us when you're kind of like, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with my weight loss. If you're kind of like, I'm really not eating that bad. I don't know what's happening. So let's just kind of review this. The first one is the bites, licks, and tastes. Again, think about your day. Are you kind of like just grabbing things being like, it doesn't really matter. I don't really need to track it. I don't need to write it down or I don't need to put it in my fitness pal, depending on if you track. Um, just think about that. Are those, those, there's those foods that you like to just grab and you're kind of like, mm, doesn't really matter. 
but it really could because it could add up again to 700 to 1,000 um, calories a week or depending on how much you're having. Um, another, the second thing I wanted to uh, remind you guys of is sleep. Like people underestimate this, like really think about the sleep. If you are finding that you're not really overeating, but you're kind of like, wait, let me kind of look at my sleep. Like, are you one of those people that are like, okay, catch up on the weekend, but then you're in such a deficit during the week that will add up, especially with the time change happening. We lost an hour of sleep. I don't know about you, but I mean, I noticed that. And so, um, just think about like, how can you get more sleep? And it's easy to stay up later as it gets lighter. So I just want to encourage you guys to like set a bedtime that is realistic that you can at least find yourself laying in bed. This is what I do with my clients that struggle with going to bed. So if you're like, okay, I normally go to bed 11, 1130, and I really want to go to bed earlier. My suggestion would be try to get in bed at 1030, even if it's just reading, but try not to be on your phone, nothing electronic to like kind of mess up your sleep. Just lay there, just lay there, read, kind of wind down, even if you're not falling asleep right at 1030, like have that as a goal um, so that you can kind of get into that habit and build in sleep. Because you might be thinking, all right, maybe I don't do bites, licks, and taste, and I'm working in what I'm eating into my plan just fine, but maybe maybe your weight is off. Um, You could just be picking choices that are not supporting your weight loss or your maintenance because you're tired. And the last thing that I want to review is just moving. Move your body. Get up. If you can do it on the hour, if you're working at your desk or you feel stuck, if you have five minutes, walk around, fill your water bottle up. Just do something so that you're just moving, not sitting the whole time. This will make such a big difference. Also, it will just help your mental clarity. And I feel like it's just so important to just kind of move our bodies to feel better. Um, one thing that I notice, I feel like with working out for me is it just makes me feel better. Like I don't do it to lose weight per se. I do it because I know that mentally I'll feel better. Um, I do want to get stronger. I want a body that will support me as I age. And I know that I have to keep moving. I need to keep improving these things because as you get older, right? Like you're not, you're not as flexible and you're not as strong naturally. Like you have to work at it. And so that is my goal. Like I want to keep improving that. So just start taking those little steps. Like don't jump into thinking while I sit all day. So let me do P90X, you know, for my lunch hour. No, I'm just like one step at a time, build those tiny habits and they will all add up. This is what I say every time. This is like a compound effect. All those little habits will add up. So don't think you have to do all or nothing or it won't work. That, that's not what I'm saying. So if you want to jump on a call for a 30 minute call and talk about this and you want to come up with a game plan, let's do this. Like if you're kind of like sitting here thinking, okay, she just threw all these things at me and um, okay, I kind of have a plan, but I would really love to brainstorm this or talk it through. This is what you can do. Like take what I'm saying on these podcast episodes and bring it to our mini coaching session and we can come up with a plan. I want to help you guys beyond the podcast. And this is what I'm talking about with setting up that coaching call. So just remember, go to mominspiredshow.com, set up your coaching session. You can go to the coaching tab, find a day and time. If you don't find something that works for you, email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. 